G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our weekly episode where we will go through all the news of Eurovision from the past week. National finals, artist announcements, quite a lot happened. It is starting to all get rolling, isn't it? And they just tend to just dump a lot of information on you at once. You know, trickle it out, people. I know, I know. So, I mean, it's been pretty busy here. I mean, Australian Open's on at the moment. It's all about the tennis for us, but we are finding time to still get up and watch the national finals at four in the morning. Yes, was it that early this morning? Well, 4.50, pretty much. Gosh. can exaggerate slightly. <laughs> but before we go into the national finals, we had some news out of Australia itself, didn't we, Michael? We certainly did. The announcement that we have a couple of visitors uh, hitting our shores for Australia Decides. Yes, so the first one... It was announced, we knew it was going to be an international artist, couldn't be Conchita, thought it might be Eleni, but it was Mons Zomolo, the winner of Eurovision 2015. Yeah, popular choice, I think, here in Australia. It's very much a face of Eurovision that people recognise here in Australia, and I think he's going to be very, very popular. Hello, we love Sweden. We love that style of Eurovision. He won the telly vote for us back in 2015. He still gets very high in the polls here in Australia, so... Mm. Yeah, look, I know a lot of people say, oh, wow, he's done a lot in Europe, but we, we, got, we get excited for Slavko and IQ. And I mean, no disrespect to them, but you can imagine how excited people get for Mons. People do not come out this way very often to visit Australia, so that's great news. Absolutely. Hopefully the first of many to come to our national final. I hope so. And who is the other big international person coming and visiting? Well, it's St. Jan Olesand. <laughs> he's coming, the Executive Supervisor of Live Events for the EBU. His mm. final Eurovision, of course. So he's He's coming down to cast an eye on over how the how it's all going in the furthest outpost. Yes, yeah, like <laughs> coming out to the colonies yeah. and kind of getting a freebie trip out to Australia before it all ends. Why not? Oh, but I tell you, I, I'm probably more excited about uh, him coming. <laughs> I think I'm more excited about him coming out. Well, he's a legend here. I mean, he's the man that's overseen Australia competing in the competition. Mm. He'll never be, he'll never be forgotten in this country for that. So. Oh yeah, totally, totally. And um, Mons, um, as well as performing, well, mm. number one. He's performing with the Queen of uh, of Eurovision in Australia, Dharma Yim. That's right. They're going to be performing the song Walk With Me. Mm, a, a single it's going to be as well here. So I believe it's off his album. He mm. did the original version with Dotter. Yeah. Uh, so now he's going to do an, a version with Dami, which will be on sale here in Australia. Oh, they're going to eat that up. We're going to eat that up. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> like, that is just joy for Australian Eurovision fans. He's also going to be on the jury as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yes. Which is good. Yeah, a former th- winner on the jury. They, people know how to, what it takes to win. Well, we know that former Eurovision artists go on juries at Eurovision itself. So you know what he it it represents what we will be seeing over the jury. I like having an international person there. Another Swede last year was Christian Bjorgman, yeah. um, and he will be joining. It's a five member jury. We only know him, and we also obviously know that Kate Milhaiki is going to be a jury member as well. She is performing on the night, doing Zero Gravity as well. Yeah, good to see. I think it should be a good tradition that we get our former winner to come in and perform their song. Whether they be, remain a jury member is another thing, but uh, yeah, interesting. Well, I mean, she did the um, amazing kind of audition process for ma- you know making Muriel's Wedding, mm. uh, the musical. There's a documentary about it, and she seems a really good sort of judge of, of talents, and I- I'm really pleased to see her on, on the jury. I think it could come down to the jury vote, so yeah. it's good stuff. I think it's going to be close. All right, so that was very big, exciting news out of Australia. Big week for us here, but of course, there were the national finals. Certainly and was. Yes, and where were we? We were at central Norway this morning. Mid, mid Norway. Mid. <laughs> uh, Dale, I believe is the correct term. We saw semi-final number three from that region. Yep. We had a winner. Yes, and the winner was 
Kristen Hussey with Pray For Me. Well, Michael, a deserved winner or not, what do you think? Oh, definitely. I think of the four acts, um, she was probably the, the best act for me. Uh, she presented it very well. Can't say particularly like what she was wearing, but apart from that, <laughs> I thought she was a little nervy perhaps in the semi-final. really mm-hmm. stepped up a notch for the uh, ghoul duel. And um, really, yeah, I, I have no problem with her winning. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I thought going into the gold jewel that Siguba, the country schlager lot that I was actually a really big fan of, and I really thought they were going to win it actually, um, because I thought she was a bit nervy, but she really did nail that gold jewel performance. And you know what? I think probably the best song and performance won. Something Would- something from this century at least, Dale. That was <laughs> give it that. Yeah. I, I have to say overall I was a little disappointed with the staging of um of this week's show. I thought la- the last mm. two weeks have been really, really quite good. Um, staging was non-existent <laughs> other than some children um, <laughs> for um, Vertigo so I don't know what was going on like did they like the budget cuts come in for Mit Norway yeah I'm not sure uh, Siguba was very traditional sort of here's a band a bit of schlager some mm. crazy smiling into the camera and keyboard player keyboard yeah <laughs> and he was so weird and also the um, accordion and um, yeah and also the electric guitarist and violinist going sort of back to back kind of thing <laughs> very old school type of look very very old school Thomas uh, and his you know children behind screens and he's you know, his duet partner behind the screen as well. Very odd. And also the fact that she's been named as a song person but not been featured at, like in any way, shape or form other than just being on stage. Yeah, I thought it was very odd. Maybe because she's not from central Norway, but I mean, the woman can speak. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it seems very strange. I, the whole thing was very odd. Very odd. And I guess good we should song, mention... song though. Yeah, it was a good song. Yeah, Maybe the studio is a little stronger than the live. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should mention Alexandra as well. He, <laughs> His pink jacket, he got the show kicked off and he got kicked off immediately. So. Well... <laughs> I must say he had the probably the best overall concept of staging of anyone. He basically had a pink jacket in the closet. He went and put it on, <laughs> and you know what? It made sense for the song. Death I can't say things. no one else really made sense of what they were doing. To be honest, <laughs> so I'll give him that. Yeah, I guess we saw our pre qualifier as well, a Kuvi, mm. uh, with her song "Somme du Er." What did you think of her performance? Uh, I thought it was good. I like her. I like the song. I'm not sure it all came together okay. from, um, but I think. I like the fact they have a run at this yep. because I think she'll do a much better performance in the final. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of agree with you. She had plenty of dancers and there was a lot going on, but somehow it lacked impact. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah, makes sense. But yeah. So I, a little more drama, please, in the in the final, I'd like to see. Yeah, totally, totally agree. So, oh, well, that's the third of the, the five semifinals in Norway done. Um, has been going well, but uh, we'll see um, what comes next week. I don't know what geographical region we're going to. But I think we're off to the west. Probably. Yeah, I think we may be. Right. What about Lithuania, Michael? Uh, Our favourite. What about Lithuania? A trunker was on again. Semi-final number three for them. Uh, We had a winner out of this semi-final. Clear winner. Won the public. Won the jury. It's The Roop with On Fire. I will do what I can just to be a better man. The heat is getting
have to say, general consensus, this was probably the big one on the night. Um, performed with a bit of panache, a bit of quirk. Mm. Pretty catchy song. It's got some pretty good hook in there as well. So I guess this has kind of got to be considered a contender. I think it was nice to see the video um, and studio come to probably life exactly how I thought it might on, mm. on stage. It, they did a really good job. They are quirky. They're really interesting, and um, I, I thought they were the deserved winner. I was actually a little bit surprised they won quite convincingly in the televote and the jury. Like, it was quite comfortable. Yeah, I thought maybe they were, like, going to have a bit of a, you know, battle maybe with the public vote or something because they were so quirky. But, no, I, I really liked it. A good winner. Seemed to get a good reaction online from fans as well. So mm. I think people um, definitely have to consider them one of the contenders. And they came third two years ago in 2018. So they're experienced in this, and maybe it might be this year. That's right. I kind of agree agree with you well another five got through dale let's talk mm. about the one who came second oh, oh god, god. <laughs> amazing <laughs> i used there pilviliete with her song unbreakable the mm. thomas g song song mm-hmm. um yeah she came third in the jury second in the public vote it was schlageresque fantastic sort of sweden 2006 <laughs> oh maybe 2010 you're probably being a bit harsh yeah <laughs> but it was good i thought i liked the song and, and I, it really worked for me yeah i know this is right up your alley um you know, someone who's been performing since the late 90s, uh, Thomas Gison song. I don't know. I, I, it's totally you. And look, you know what? I actually really enjoyed the performance. I think the whole staging was good. I think she can, you know, there's like a slight little vocal she just missed, but that was the biggest note and she'll nail that next time. It's just the heats. It's fine. She'll do well in the semis and I could see her making the final and she deserves it. Yeah. I can see some people are saying it's a bit dated. I don't say dated. I say classically inspired. <laughs> I think, though, <laughs> classically inspired. I guess the person who came third we should talk about because it is a real fan favourite. Mm. It's Kyra with Alligator. Mm. What do you think of that one? I really like it. And I like the quirky staging that she brought mm. to it as well. Uh, I think this is probably the most modern sounding song. I could hear this on... Uh, we all listened to Triple J's Hottest 100 yesterday. And I could swear that could be on that. Like, it really is really quite contemporary. Maybe not the chorus as much. It sounds like a bit <laughs> like an ad. But I, I love it. It's quirky. It's good. Um, I was surprised to see it maybe not do so well mm, um, with the jury's end uh, televote. About third and third or something? Interesting think, live yeah. performance. It was very quirky. Very yeah, quirky. maybe just smooth it out a bit or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, let's talk about a couple of the others. Got looked through Evgeia uh, Rodka. She got through with her. She was the lady that had oh, the laser lights yeah. and really weird kind of vocal thing going mm. on she was really, interesting yeah it was it was apparently yeah. fans liked it a lot actually mm. I think it's well, it's an eye catcher I don't know if it's kind of like I'd vote for it but I'm sort of spellbound when I watch it I think a lot of people kind of forgot it Kyriakos who is covering Lithuania for us um, he did a poll at the end of it and left her off and fans <laughs> went for him so you always be careful with Gosh. the fandom yeah exactly and the other couple to go through was Rockus and The Backs who opened the show the all female singing mm. act they got through let's talk about some of the ones who didn't just quit Quickly. Do Rus- we have to? Yeah, we do. Ruslanus. I don't know if you remember him. He was in the black sort of cat suit. Oh, that was kind of a cool little suit there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't know about the song. It was a bit, again, harking back to another era. Mm-hmm. And this week's weirdo from Lithuania was Vitalius uh, Spokatius, yeah. uh, with He was the guy that was being carried around by I the other three. It. I really wanted that to go through. Apparently, he's some Lithuanian comedian or something. Right. He's a character. This is the problem I have with a tranker. I can't tell when they're joke acts and when the real ones are on sometimes. They kind of all meld in together. True, actually, because some of the ones that are being serious are actually just that bad. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was a 
pretty good semi-final again from um, from Lithuania. It's let's let's just touch on this really quickly. Lithuania kind of bringing it this year, and um, we've got egg on our face because we generally just you know don't give them a lot of attention. Then the first time we kind of do, like they're actually doing really well. Yeah, it's very entertaining. I'll give it that. Mm, very mm. very entertaining and and very unique to them. Yeah, it's mm. probably the best national final at the moment to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Mm. Here we on to next there, Dal. Okay, well we move away from Lithuania and we go on to the Czech Republic. Now we spoke about the Czech Republic last week. We had the artists announced from them. Mm-hmm. It's all um, it was fifty percent online voting, so there's no live national final. So uh, international fans can vote as well as Czech Republic fans. Yes. And also there is an international jury that make up the other fifty percent of the vote, including Cesar Sampson who's back doing it um, this year. He obviously represented Austria in 2018, finishing third. Now, we took all the songs out to the Aussie Vision team and we ranked them all and we have a winner, Michael. We certainly do. And it is Benny Cristo with Kamama. I wasn't born like that. I just worked like that. 24-7. Well, a bit of a surprise winner there, Michael. What do you think of this? Was this one of your faves? It was one of my faves, definitely. I guess the surprising thing for me is I don't really associate Afro-pop reggaeton with the Czech Republic, I guess. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a modern world we live in, Dale, and yes, uh, yeah. there's no yeah, borders. Totally. So, look, I mean, very pleasing, very instantly likeable song. Really, really good. And it, it ranked fairly highly with me, and I can see it ranked fairly highly with the team. I think that was the thing. It was consistently good with everyone. Only two of the 11 voters actually put it at first place, mm. but a lot of people put it second and third. I think it was like third or fourth for me. Enjoyable, like good pop. People like infectious pop, enjoyable. There's a lot of worthy ballady songs in Czech Republic, <laughs> and this was a bit of fun in there as well. Yeah. So I, I think it, I, I'm not overly surprised to see it do well. Maybe a bit surprised to see it come first. No, nah, real dance song. We'll get, get the party started, that one. Mm, I don't think it'll win overall, though. That's just oh, my opinion. We'll see. Uh, now, I think one song to really watch out for, written by Swedes, uh, is, <laughs> no surprise, our favourite. <laughs> so it was um, Olga Lunova with Dark Water. Look, this was number one for four of us, including you and me both. What did you love about this song? It's just a modern, instantly likable ballad. You know, it's got great production. I think she doesn't overdo the vocals in the studio version. It could have easily became a little bit overbaked. It's just very solid. It's not breaking any new ground here. It's just a really good modern ballad. Yeah, totally. I think this is something you could see in a Scandi country's national final. I think if this was a live national final, this and she could sing it, as long as we don't know, because this thing we never see alive, <laughs> she would win her hands down. I think the struggle here is it's a very much a live song. This is a Eurovision song. This is not a studio song. I think some of the other songs are quite studio. Mm. Uh, but I, I loved it. I really loved it. And I think the juries will particularly like this one. 
I can't see it winning the telly vote, but I can see it winning the jury, and it'll be, is that enough to get through? Interesting, interesting. It's a strong selection, generally. Generally, I think, of the seven songs, they're all pretty good. It's definitely picked up in standard from last year, and I think fans are really loving it. I think we were like, okay, it's good, there's about three or four songs, but fans are loving it, uh, particularly mm. the young folk. So <laughs> I reckon maybe we're just a bit out of touch. Uh, but it, it, no, it's a good national final. Czech Republic are really coming on leaps and bounds, so I hope they pick a song that they can do something with. I think there's a couple in there that just won't translate to Eurovision, but we'll wait and see who they choose. We'll see. We'll see. Get the Eurovision app out and vote for your favourite because you will have a say. Indeed, indeed. Right, talking about Scandinavian countries, we're over to Denmark now, and we had this kind of weird thing of pre-qualifying, a little bit like Norway. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> so there's people who made it to the final um, automatically, but there was pre-qualification. All you need to know, nine songs, five of them get through, mm-hmm. three from the public, Two from the juries. Excellent. Why Done. are people overcomplicating things this year? Anyway, so we got the three public choice songs, and they were representing South Denmark, Kenny Dueland with Forget It All, in North Denmark, Sanchez and Sanchez with Screens, and the one we want to have a little listen to, we quite like this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It was Ben and Tan with Yes. Funny you should mention Forget It All because I've totally forgotten it completely. So this was really, of the three, the only one that really stuck in my mind. Yep. And I could see this sort of come alive on stage, to be honest. Yeah, very of Monsters and Men style, which mm-hmm. weirdly, if you did that two or three years ago, it would have been too much of a copy. I feel like time has passed now <laughs> that we can have another resurgence of this style of music. And I think it's just done well. It was really enjoyable. Um, production was really good on it. It, it. it had a media effect of going... I really like this. I want to see in the final. So it's, I really liked it. It's very, very catchy. I have to say, I don't know what they look like or what they perform it live like, but generally this needs chemistry. Mm. If, if they come across as a bit wooden, it's going to completely fall down. You've got to have the chemistry on stage. Danish people appear wooden? Never. <laughs> um, but no, there's like, there is a guy and a girl, just for you, those who don't know Ben and Tan, uh, look quite hipstery, youngish type oh, thing okay. going on. I had no so. idea what they look like. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of good in a way not to know. So um, mm. let's see if they can bring it live because again people only voted on the studio songs mm. so that's it for denmark the final will be in march so you know what sit back get comfortable we will have the rest of the songs at the end of the week though yeah good stuff mm. let's go a bit further north we'll go up to finland they're going to be having their national final on the 8th of march but they have released the seven songs six six Sorry. seven artists seven, no, six isn't it yeah six artists there we go um the umk this year is back to the artist and song selection we've had the variation where we just pick the song for sarah we pick the song for daru yep uh so we're back to the actual national final look there's really only one person who's come back that's katarina zulka mm. she came second in 2017 with perfect villain i like that she's, yeah i like that song too yeah. she's back for another crack Another person to probably keep an eye on is Tika, her name is. She's the winner from X Factor yes. 2018. Mm. Apparently she keep an eye on her. And, well, one of the songs kind of jumped the gun and had a little bit of a preview. Mm. Unfortunately, we didn't get recorded before it got taken down. But F3M and their song Bananas 
few fans did go a little bananas for it when they helped the uh, herd it. Yeah, they got to be excited. One song, let's wait. We got to get them all first. Um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. <laughs> Look, the only thing uh, I you have to know here is it's pretty much all female dominated um, mm. um, lineup, which is pretty good because so far we've got a lot of male artists. So oh God. you know, more more women the better. So good on you, Finland. Excellent. They're back for a national final. And another one who will be coming back for a national final is Poland. Mm. Yes, good to see. We have the national final. 21 artists will perform. Bit of a different format with this one. Three semifinals will have different themes. We have an ABBA theme, Eurovision Classics, and then a Beatles theme. So strange. <laughs> Such Only, a weird way to uh, choose your artists. People coming up with these ideas for it. And the jury will select one from each of those shows to go mm. through to the final. Plus, there'll also be a wild card. Now, our jury. I guess are probably the big talking point about mm. this one. We have Cleo from 2014, Mikhail Spack from 2016. Oh, we love Mikhail. Yes, and Gromy from 2018. Oh, Gromy. Do you think his song will feature in Eurovision Classics? <laughs> You'd be lucky if Gromy remembers it by this stage. <laughs> as far as as far as artists go, I guess the big name is Albert from Lake Malawi will be taking part and yeah. looking to get the ticket for Poland this year. Do you think that's weird that you represent one country one year and then could possibly represent another one? Looking well, at you, Victor Crone. Well, I mean, like, you didn't have an issue with Victor Crone coming back, obviously. No one's um, got an issue with Victor Crone. Um, but, um, look, he's he's on the border of Czech Republic and Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got to remember, we, we are Australians, and it's like probably saying, you know, Queensland and New South Wales to a point. Uh, obviously, they're, they're very big in Poland. Um, he's probably going there for more recognition about maybe than rather going to Possibly. To, mm. to Eurovision. But who knows? You might accidentally end up going. But it's not that unusual. A lot of artists have represented different countries in the past. But it's, it's, it's different. Yeah. But not unusual. Is it nice? I don't know. <laughs> well, it all kicks off in Poland next week. On the second, we have our ABBA theme semifinal. It'll continue on on the ninth. That's going to be something to behold. Exactly. The 16th, and it will all come to a conclusion. All right. Talking about um, national finals, Ukraine, Vidbur. Will we have a non-dramatic grand final oh this year in Vidbur? Well, we're not getting any returning artists as far as we can see. There might be some rando, but no one really big. We don't have any of those kind of ones that always come back. Back. Um, also not coming back is Jamala. She will not be a judge this year. Oh, obviously gosh. involved as one of several parties in the drama last year. But we will have Tina Carroll, who represented Ukraine in 2006, as well as Andre, who is Verka Saduchka, <laughs> and he's back again. He's been in there constantly the last few years. He's so a really good judge. I he like is, him. He's a good judge. Look, the whole thing is good. Vidber is a good national final. Mm. It always just seems when they get to the pointy end, there's always a bit of drama. <laughs> the rest of it's quite good. So, look, they, they're kicking off in, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time, but um, we've got a bunch of artists, nothing to really report on that yet, but definitely will always be one to watch. It'll either just be a cracker national final or something's going to happen, but we'll be keeping an eye on that one. Yeah, apparently a lot of X Factor and voice people this year yeah, for, uh, for exactly. Ukraine. All right, let's move on to another country that announced their process this week. It was Moldova. A lot of speculation going on about what was going over there. They have announced that they will compete 36, sorry, 35 artists, mm. 36 songs. I know. Somebody's going to perform two songs. Mm. Learned nothing from Monica Maria last year. <laughs> Officially, they will compete to be internally selected by a jury. However, 
They still could be a national final. The broadcaster's keeping that one a little up their sleeves. We'll see what sort of quality we get. But it's all about the returning artists in Moldova. We have Pasha Pafeni from 2012. Mm. Bit of a fan favourite. Yep. Greta Bocalu from 2008. Mm. And Natalia Gordenko from 2006. I don't remember I, her. I look, I'm, I'm really... Pasha is probably the one I'm really excited about because I loved his song um, back in the early 2010s. Really good cracking little Moldovan song. What you call circus music, what I call taste, amazing. <laughs> so it should be good. And there's a few, um, like um, KMD, I think they were back in, or I don't know if it's KMD or whatever, but they were in it last year, quite a big yeah. name too. Maxim. He's Maxim. Back. Oh, we love Maxim. So I don't oh. know if we'll get the um, auditions you know, broadcast and we'll get to see them. But Hopefully we do. I think that is the kind of idea, but we don't... I mean, Moldova's a bit of a mess this year, so yeah. who knows what we're going to get. Who knows? Mm, indeed. Right, well, move on to our last nation of, of national finals, and it's Belarus. They are doing their infamous auditions yet again. <laughs> infamous. Infamous, infamous, infamous. Um, if you've never watched it, please do watch. You will be <laughs> presented with... Some really interesting music and out there. Like, pretty much anyone can rock up, have a go. They have actually brought it down, though, this year. From There was about 90-odd songs who entered, Ooh. down to 49. So we've only got 49 to get through, oh, wow. which is good. And this year, you must be a passport holder of Belarus and a resident of Belarus, or at least a, um, have permanent residency mm. there. So no Alexei-style things. No or Daz Samson's. Those Daz Samson coming in with kinky <laughs> boots, having a crack. So they have to be Belarusian, um, which I think is you know a good thing because it has been a little bit dodgy in the last couple of years. So the um, the auditions are going to be happening on the 27th, which is tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're going to get on with that 49 and then go down to a national final. Um, the Probably the big name in there yet again is Napoli. They've been in, in countless times. They've made the top five three occasions, including second place to Ivan, who did Help Me Fly with the Wolf back in 2016. So they've come second before, and they're having another crack. I don't know how many times. It's probably about 15. <laughs> it's about. It's probably six or seven. But like they're back again. Um, a lot of names and Oral as well who've had a, a few cracks as well. Good stuff. We always get something interesting from Belarus. Yeah. it's If you want to go the roar of Eurovision, go to Belarus and have a look what's going Absolutely. on there. Absolutely. All right. Shall we move on to what's on the week ahead? Yes. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> okay. Well, look, tomorrow, the big news tomorrow is, is they're actually going to be the Eurovision Top 100 countdown by the OGAE Australia Club with Joy 94.9 FM and the Eurovision crew there. So this is a big thing in Australia. So they'll be counting down from 12 noon Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. So please tune in. We're going to have a few people over. We're going to have a listen. It should be a really good day. So that's Monday. And you can tune in online for those people overseas. Yes, you don't. Yeah, totally. Um, also, we will have the Norway four artists um, who are representing in the songs coming out for this week's semi-final. And of course, we just mentioned Belarus auditions as well. Ooh. On Tuesday, the big news we haven't mentioned yet, semi-final allocation draw. That's right. We get to find out which semi-final we're in. Yep. Good for tickets and good to know what's going on with that plus just who we're up against um we have been put in the scandy pop this uh, pop scandy pot this time so last year we were with like randos like albania and you know <laughs> lithuania and latvia and just the hodgepodge and this time we're actually with all the nordic and scandy countries plus estonia from the baltics 
So we're kind of with the cool kids now. Yeah, it's kind of all based on voting patterns and obviously we align kind of with those nations a little more starting to over time. So we seem to be uh, grouped with them now. It is. It's actually, even though it sounds good, it's not good because we're <laughs> going to have one less Scandi than we would have if we were in another pot. Oh, never thought of it that way. Yeah, we would have had three or four and this time we'll have two or three. So <laughs> it doesn't. it's actually not a good thing. <laughs> so anyway, it's okay. It's fine. It's not really going to matter that much. No. If you've got a good song, you've got a good song. So that'll tune in for that it's always interesting to see how the host broadcaster does that you get a little bit of insight to how i reckon eurovision is going to go for them um wednesday nothing thursday blas canto comes out with his song oh yeah so universal hmm? universal yes his song yeah yeah so we're gonna have another song after albania so that's really good um the tickets the second wave of tickets come out as well so watch out for that q pandemonium oh look out people will be scratching each other's eyes out for a couple of tickets (laughs) and also on the 30th that day on the on the thursday is the deary he will release his single um and his competing entry for australia decides looking forward to that i know about time we're waiting for these songs (laughs) friday we also get montaigne and jaguar jones will be releasing their australia decides songs we're assuming Vanessa Amorossi is as well. She hasn't said the date, but they're all coming out about the same time. So we're assuming finally we're going to know what song, Please Be Lessons of Love, is coming <laughs> off her album for Australia Decides. I mean, the, the irony being she's the one that's had it all recorded and ready to go to start with. And she's going to be the last one to... Oh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Oh, who knows? It might be on the 30th. We don't have the date yet. Mm-hmm. Also, Denmark, those songs will be released, as we mentioned earlier. And then we get to the um, Eurovision National Finals for the weekend. And this weekend, we'll be seeing Norway, the semi-final, Lithuania, the first semi-final after the heats. Oh, wow. And also, you know what else is happening? What? Melfest. Oh, is it starts next week? Yeah, it starts next week. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to get up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in the first semi-final, we have like the Mummers, who were the backup um, yes. um, folks for John Ludwig last year. God, we have Robin Bengtsson returning, obviously represented Sweden in 2017. Kind of exciting. Mel... <laughs> <laughs> We have Malu Pritz. Yeah, she's good. She made the final last year. And, of course, we have the heavy favourite, Felix Sandman, singing his song, Boys With Emotions. That is not parody. That's actually the name of the song. <laughs> um, and he's performing last in that semifinal, normally given to oh, the, the big song. The gun slot, that one. So we're looking, and there's obviously more than that, but they're the kind of key ones out. So... Melfest starts Sunday for us, Sweden for Europe. Blow up a balloon and sit on my couch and <laughs> get right into it, I do. Of course, Poland will have their um, their national final first thing, as you mentioned, with ABBA, but it will be after our podcast next week. It'll be Monday Australian time. Oh, okay. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right, well, that kind of wraps up a, another big week in Eurovision. It's only going to get bigger and better from here. Especially especially with Melfest starting. I know, you forgot about that, didn't I know, you? It's kind of I know, I'm back. excited now. I can see your little eyes light up about it all. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And of course, the week after that, it's Australia Decides. I mean, it's all going to be happening. Yeah, so it's going to be very busy for us for the next couple of weeks. So um, tune in, make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Give us a rating, give us a re- review if you can. It does help people find our podcast. And we're going to do all our mini episodes of each song in Australia Decides. So make sure you subscribe to know where things rank. We've got quite a few little different surprises coming this year for that. Yes, we've evolved a little more on that one. <laughs> evolved, have we? We, we have. do have gills. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. See you next week.